Welcome to the Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. I will be your host. My name is Matthias Reinbart. I'm an analyst and advisor at Kupinger Coal Analysts. We will focus on specific and hopefully interesting topics that we as analysts encounter in our daily work. And this work that we do is mainly focused on the topic areas of cybersecurity, identity and access management, AI, and much more. Here we do in-depth research, but also advisory work with vendors and end users as clients alike. In each edition, I will have one guest joining me, often a fellow analyst or another interesting partner, and we will have a 15 minutes or so chat around current topics. Today, we will talk about setting your cybersecurity priorities right. And my guest today is, once again, and I'm happy about that, Martin Kuppinger, Principal Analyst at Kuppinger Kohl. Hi, Martin. Hi, Matthias. Great to have you here. The title for today is Setting Your Cybersecurity Priorities Right. That means that people sometimes do it wrong. What can we do wrong? What are they doing wrong? The thinking comes from a couple of conversations I had with CISOs over the past 18 to 24 months. And it's interesting to see that some of the CISOs um, started shifting their priorities with having a simple thing in mind, which is, you are under attack. There are successful attacks. So you can't uh, fully prevent being attacked, which means the more important question is increasingly is, what do I do if I have been successfully attacked? How can I mitigate the impact? How can I become more resilient against attacks? And that, from my perspective, leads to a shift from the traditional focus of cybersecurity to prevent towards recover. How can I keep my business alive? That is basically the question. So if you take a bank, a bank, if the bank is hit really hard, if it can't work anymore because the data centers are down, which happens as a consequence of a heavy targeted attack, then a bank has a window of maybe two, maybe three days to recover the core systems to survive as a business. So recovery, from my perspective, is something which is not uh, considered as being important enough and not enough prioritized yet um, for what we need to do. We need to get better in recovery, in resilience, to be able to restart services to keep our businesses alive. So it's not giving in to the reality, but it's really accepting that this breach or this in incident will happen and to be prepared when it happens. Yes. So so when you take a standard life cycle of, of um, cyber defense, then it starts with identify. So what are your risks um, goes to prevent. This is the traditional part, detecting. And then there's a lot of talk also these days about defend and respond. So stop the attacks. There's, from my perspective, not enough emphasis on recovery and improvement um, because we have to accept that as good as we are in prevention, we should not, we must not stop prevention. That's the first thing, strong layers multiple layers of defense, but we must also assume breach. And that means that there is something we need to do when we are attacked, uh, ensuring that the data is still there, the systems are working, et cetera, et cetera. Notably, this also leads to an evolution 
from an organizational perspective, because the, the IT part of business continuity management must be far closer aligned with our cybersecurity initiatives, because this in combination makes up resilience. So what I'm saying is, in fact, we even might need to rethink our IT organization to shift everything which is about resilience and recovery into a one unit instead of having security here and endpoint management there and some backups for the server and stuff um, there. I think we need to change it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really important because the business really understands what needs to be protected to make sure that business can continue. And that there is sometimes a disconnect between the business understanding what the risks are and mapping that to the IT systems, the services that have to continue running um, as um, as the basis for implementing these business services. So as you've mentioned, if this is one common risk assessment and a common understanding what really needs to continue and what can be started next so not in the, in the first uh, step that is i think something that needs to be understood on a corporate level including it and not separately yes and, and there there's a need for a for a join of of areas within IT, such as, as I said, the ones who are keeping the data centers up, which are doing backups and stuff like that. And there's a, the need for, for linking business and IT, as you said, because recovery also means that you need to understand not only how can you get a system again up and running, but you need to understand how can you reconstruct data. Um, so you might end up in a scenario where you say, I have to restart the system from a backup, which is 24 hours old or something like that. That is the newest status of data for certain business systems after I've been hit really hard. It might be even a little longer. And then you might say, okay, I start continuing my business operations, but then I have to have a process for manually filling the gaps over time or maybe automatically or manually. But you have will then have also some uh, inconsistency in data which you need to handle and you need to, you need to understand which systems to bring up. You need to have this con communication, this conversation between various areas of ITs and between IT and business, which from my perspective also redefines the role of a CISO. It must be bigger than it is today. Exactly, because the, the CISO then is the is bridging the gaps between uh, otherwise really separate teams. So there there's really a a also a communication aspect to the CISO role that makes sure that um, these risks are well understood, that inconsistencies in data are well identified, and that there are well-defined processes for, for restarting or for continuing uh, operations, even in such a, um, in an incident case or in a crisis, or even if there has been um, data being, being destroyed or deleted or, or modified. So that, these processes are so very different from each other that there need to be processes also in place for the individual types and characteristics of attacks. So I think that is really an important role for the CISO. And, and that, that is why, why I believe we need to, to really change focus. So prevention is important, detection, defend, response, all important. But we need to put far more emphasis on resilience and recovery beyond the pure technical perspective. So this is also bigger than what we do in the security operations center because it's really a, a key initiative of the business being resilient 
against what happens in a worst case scenario of attacks. And when we've read the press over the past years, we have seen a number of very severe attacks putting businesses at the risk of um, becoming bankrupt. Exactly. And I think that is an, an often underestimated aspect. So, so there is no no plan for for just switching machines off and to make sure oh we let's let's first secure the systems let's let's secure the data um if you are out of business for today's and happily securing your machines you're out of business afterwards so that's really um, a, a shift in in these modern today's online processes having to continue functioning otherwise you're you're out cybersecurity is bigger than just it these days Because um, this is one of the attack vectors against the business, not only against a single machine. And that's what we need to understand. And so we need to tackle it from a business perspective and take a bigger perspective now. One important aspect I think that is often underestimated as well. So once you have gone through this cycle from identify to prevent to detect to defend and respond and recover, that is actually the Uh, often forgotten improve aspects. So really understand what went wrong, um, what went well in the last crisis, what did we do exactly as required and what did we miss out? I think this improve, uh, that is something that needs to be more thoroughly implemented in the processes of an organization. Do you agree? I think learning is the and improving is the really important thing. Um, if you don't learn from your mistakes, you need to learn something urgently, which is learning. So this, this overall improvement um, um, is, is also something that really um, feeds again into your day-to-day -day processes, um, maybe make, makes it more efficient, more profitable, um, and maybe quicker and um, more, more efficient in general. So I think this this shift in focus of um, of cybersecurity from just protecting towards um, being able to recover quickly and safely is um, a lesson that needs to be learned very well. I think many organizations, again, with a look um, on the current crisis, um, have learned that very hard just right now. Um, so that's really something that they had to do immediately without any chance, and that will be something that hopefully they can benefit from uh, in later phases. So to sum it up again, cybersecurity needs to be shifted from the traditional overall just protecting aspect towards a more generic, more overall um, focus, which includes and is mainly focused on recovery. So making sure that uh, critical services are available even in the case of an incident that needs to be planned and maintained very well to keep the business up and running based on the risks identified and the crucial services required for yeah for continuing operations so that's it again for today thank you very much martin for joining me today for this uh, shift in cybersecurity thank you very much And um, looking forward to having you in a further um, edition soon. Thank you very much for your time and for your listening to the audience. Yeah, so thank you for everyone listening to this podcast. Thank you, Matthias.